Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Passage the way of fly oh, oh, H160. That's fly oh, oh, H160. Please approach the gate. Your flight is now ready to board. Cute. You like the new Nada Out of Home podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home podcast. Are oh, you locked into the Out of Home podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yah, and Stephen. You and them boys are crazy. What's going on, everybody? This is our third installment of our Golden Generation series where we dig a little bit deeper into the cast members that appear in our film. This episode is with Burano. The man is a creative and also a community champion, repping Ghana and the southeast of Amsterdam. And this talk that we have with him is truly inspirational so we hope you enjoy it please sit back relax and remember keep it out of home welcome to the out of home podcast a show brought to you by four londoners living in amsterdam capturing and sharing stories and inspiring people while sharing our own in Come the on. building i have yeah 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 steven kwame myself and we're joined by rapper Community leader, champion, champion, uh, Barano from the south side. What's good, my G? Hey. Good, I'm good. Thank you for the accolades. Man. <laughs> accolades. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, man, um, so obviously, as, as I was saying, this is our second instalment of um, Golden Generation. It's our vibe. It's, it's a vibe. What's going on? Like, yeah, 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 yeah as yeah. I said in the first episode, first episode. Imagine if brands start picking up, yeah, like instead of saying our newest ad or our newest campaign, yeah, our latest vibe. Yeah. We'll start, we started be wavy, innit? We yeah. started it. We basically started that shit. Yeah, yeah, like we need to trademark that shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, can you just imagine a board meeting, yeah, just bare middle class white people, like, right, guys, so our latest vibe. <laughs> we really want to tap into. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But yeah, it's all about. Um, Reaching out to people that we found wavy in Amsterdam that are yeah. moving in the creative space, that are enabling people, that are doing things themselves, that are helping people become better, better creatives, and just to understand the, um, like, what's the what's the essence of what's going on in in, mm. in, in, in Amsterdam right now? So we've handpicked a few people that we're cool with. You're one of them, but we really want to understand like. What makes you move? What's what's the things that have like triggered you to be the creatives that you are and in the spaces mm. that you are to give back to a younger generation to say, look, where you are, it, 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 you might be where you are, but there's possibilities. Mm. So um, can I add to that, bro? Yeah, quickly, course, while you're there, because like, obviously we grew up in in London, in it. Like um, myself, Kieran, Kwame, South London, Stevens, North London. But when we moved to Damia, we kind of like had to adjust to the to the vibe of the city, because mm. I feel like in London. Everyone's, it's more like protective, like every mm. person for themselves. Mm. Yeah. And you sort of stick to your, to your clique in it, but you don't really go much outside of that. Whereas here in Amsterdam, everyone that, that for, like I've, I've encountered has just been mad open, like just super cool, like just very embracing of our culture and who we are. And I think what that's done for us is just made us really curious about the Amsterdam culture as well, mm-hmm. innit? And the more people you speak to that have grown up here, the more you realise... Because we live in a little bit of an expat bubble sometimes, innit? Like, especially when we first come here, we only go to Albert Heijn and our bank cards with AB and Amro, bruv. Like, <laughs> typical... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the yeah, typical yeah, yeah, expat yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. innit? Yeah, but, like, the more that we just chopped up with people from the city, we was like, rah, like, Amsterdam is a wavy city, innit? Mm-hmm. For the culture, the people... And that's what we're most interested in. And yeah. it's layered. Mm. It's very, very layered, yeah. Very layered, yeah. yeah. Very, so very layered. I just wanted to add more context to what you're no, saying. because It's interesting for us as Londoners, isn't it? Mm. Because for you, it's very normal. But for us, it's fucking interesting. Bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm. Like, trust me, man. Like, and just to add to Yas, like Yas point, I think we wanted to be... Like, when we came over, we really wanted to see that side of Amsterdam and to be a part of, like, that the creative scene here. Because... Mm. 
we felt like we could contribute and also learn from it as well. Definitely. Um, so yeah, that's why we wanted to have these conversations. That's why we think they're important to have. And we're just very grateful to have you here today. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think the first thing that we want to do and lead, like lead the question, lead this whole conversation, uh, is ask you what gold means to you. And um, I'd love to get that answer. Um, so yeah. Yeah, um, interesting. Uh, just to get back to what Jaap was saying, like um, the same feeling you have of you guys, of course, have uh, of Amsterdam. I have for London. Mm, like uh, when I go there, um, I, I remember the first time I went there. I think was in 2012, 2011. I uh, went to visit some family. But when I went there, it, it was like uh, Amsterdam on steroids, basically for, yeah. for, for me. You know, <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was crazy to see like oh it's just basically Amsterdam but just ten times bigger. Mm. So um, it's funny that you say that because the same feeling you have for Amsterdam I have for London. You know, That's so nice. it's funny. Um, what part of London did you say? I think it was South London. Come on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not sure, but I think South London. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, South London. Um, yeah, and to get back to. Um, Kieran's uh, answer, what does gold mean to me? Um, royalty is uh, what comes to mind. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because I'm, I'm Ghanaian, obviously. And uh, yeah, also also known as the Gold Coast. And um, yeah, I just used to see a lot of gold on like the, the, the Ohenis, you know, the kings mm-hmm. uh, of the like the villages and the tribes. Mm-hmm. And when, when you said gold, uh, the first time I saw the... the the gold slipper with the, you know, with the yeah. gold uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. knob and the, and the yeah, yo, the yeah, man. Yeah, it's crazy, you know, and like the hat with the gold yeah. um, uh, knobs and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, gold means to me like royalty. That's the first sh- first word that came to mind. It's wavy, man. It's funny that you bring up royalty because like I think when we initially started mm-hmm. this um, vibe, it was about like discovering and talking about royalty and looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah. But I think if you look at what we are and where we are now, exactly where it should be because like gold is very synonymous with black people and i well i would i would assume so anyway with our history and with our with our people it's a it's a very it's our mineral when it comes to like what we um what represents us i think but the interesting thing there is that that's wasn't that's not what was taught yeah what was taught was mm-hmm. like personally was like king henry the eighth yeah that was taught him him rock and go but it wasn't taught so like for me, it wasn't until like I was like Nas, um, it was a song. I know I can. I when can. It, yeah, I can. that song was way, way, way. started breaking down it, and then I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, there's another story out there. And then uh, for me, you know the chain that I was wearing. So like, I had that my first uh, birthday. Yeah. Um, it's actually like raw Ghana gold, actually. Wow. So like, it wasn't until like obviously Nas has said what he had and it's been on my mind mm. and then I just said to my mum because it was just lying dormant there I just said okay cool no give give me that because that's like that's my that's my identity that's what mm. that's how I mm. I came into this world wearing gold innit mm. so then yeah. from that yeah. moment I was just like anything that I have is just going to be gold that's like my my thing so like the rings I'll, I'll rock everything is, is gold and it was from that moment of realising actually like when my mum showed me that baby picture I was like I was one year old with a gold necklace around my chain mm. winner neck so I was just like, fucking winner. Come I was on, like, that's, that's, that's me from birth. Mm. So I started, okay, cool. Let me claim that, that that's kind of like, oh, I don't want to say like birthright, but almost like gold is. But it's funny how like the um, connotations of gold have changed because mm. it's yeah. like, if a person of color is wearing gold, they're kind of seen to be flashy. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You know, there's a certain narrative, but actually. It's the complete opposite, and it's like more of just a natural yeah. thing. It's like an extension of them and who they are. It's mm. a resource that comes from that part of the world mm-hmm. yeah. that was readily available and wasn't commoditized, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm belongs, trying to say? Yeah, it belongs to us. That is, yeah, like it's almost like when you wear gold, it should, as you said, it shouldn't be like, oh yeah, my man's wearing this because he wants to do this. It's like actually, gold, it just sits right. It's mm. where it's where we're from. Like our people. Yeah. Just, do you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, do you know what the biggest like, talk? Go to Egypt and talk about gold, fam. They were burying people in. <laughs> Gold, yeah, yeah. That's the biggest flex. They're throwing <laughs> up biggest gold. No, but I feel like, like uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like at that time they didn't even realise how precious the metal no, was. No, it was just It was just like water. pavement. It was just like, raw. <laughs> gold. You know, what are you going to do? Yes. <laughs> Imagine having something so in abundance. It's like, yeah, we can just bury people with this. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Trust it's me. crazy. But I think it's also like, to get back to what you were saying, it's like also like they wanted to maybe change the narrative, you know? Mm. Yeah. Because um, as you were saying, like, like uh, uh, with the Nas song, that's when you started realizing like, yeah. it, it, it actually has a different meaning. Yeah. And I think because they know it's like 
an extension of us, they try to like erase it or change mm-hmm. the story. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I just I just thought about like, yo, mm-hmm. that's crazy because when you were saying when y'all were saying like, yo, um, it's it's um, associated with like being flashy or mm-hmm. like showing off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's now in these times, that's how we perceive it. But it's never been like that. You know what I'm saying? So what, yeah. do you imagine? All right, cool. So to us, yeah, we came up with this gold, and I might be going off on a tangent. So please, thing, um, we 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 came up with this gold, right? And then. Um, what are we going to call uh, people that come over and steal things? Are we calling them... Colonizers. The, col- They're not merchants. The, 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 col- the, col- the colonizers <laughs> come to Africa. They realize that this gold is everywhere. Because obviously Spain had a lot of it, right? Mm. Yeah. In that time. But they've come over and they've been like, right, right, we're going to steal all this gold. And then what we're going to do is going to make it hard for a black man or black person or black people to come up and to obtain. Mm. So the one thing that they could get, this is their, this is their thing of status, but, bruv, it's always been ours, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's kind of fucked up, isn't it, when you think about how they've they've changed, as you flipped said, like, for what, what Barano said, yeah. they flipped it to be like, okay, well, you might have had this, but first of all, you're going to have to work a hundred times harder mm. to get to the thing that you actually belongs to you, that owns mm. you, innit? But, it's, it's mad. You know what's crazy is that, like, a bunch of times I would I would go to, like, um, I go to, like, museums when I was younger, with, like, on, like, school trips. Mm. And you're, you're seeing these like trinkets or these shields from Ghana or Swaziland or Egypt. I'm like, raw. But why is it not in Ghana or Swaziland or Egypt? Like, mm. like, like, even though you're showing it and you're, you're proud to have it, but why do you even have it? But yeah. as I'm a youngster, I would never question I'm, that, innit? Yeah, I'm just like, oh, this museum has everything I need. Mm. Like, but it's like, no, but that's theft, then, isn't it? You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and and a lot of times the original artifacts are, are in London, New York, or Amsterdam, and the, or the wood, or the the MoMA Museum, or the British Museum, or the Wood Group Tropen Museum. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm allowed to learn, but I could also learn through a picture of it or something. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah, that's what's crazy mm-hmm. to me is the actual yeah. thing. It's right mm-hmm. there, you know. It's crazy. And then like if I take it, I'm a thief. It's like, big man, you've done the, the same, same thing, thing, isn't it? Like, isn't it? Yeah. like. What I think is interesting here is like we're talking about um, an element of history in it, yeah. and transitioning to now, like the perception of what gold is. I think history more than ever now has been questioned, and um, new examples are being set, mm. and new narratives are being led. Mm. And I think that ties in nicely to what we're talking about today, in it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if we talk about history and gold, like the Dutch um, society has a big history of that as well, right? With the golden age, mm. and we were super curious to understand and know, like, okay, what what is this thing? Because you, you do some research and it comes up to this thing that's, like, yeah, really prosperous time of, of like, um, Dutch trade. superiority, yeah, mm, and trade. But, mm. like, what is it to you and how was it communicated to you growing up? Because, you know, as people that aren't from this country, we had to kind of seek out that information. And depending on who you spoke to, we'd get different answers. So yeah. I'm just curious to know from your side. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very interesting question because, uh, to be honest, I really... It was just, like, spoon-fed to me, like, in school. Um, and I just went with it because I never... I just... I, this is what it is. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know? And I think I was, like, I guess around 17, 18, when I started um, just seeing stuff and be like, yo, this is uh, not the thing they were telling me in school. Because um, I forgot the exact name, but there's a book about, uh, like, the black history of uh, Holland. Like, the, mm. it's called oh, The wow. Black Page in the, Hol- okay. in the Book of Holland. Like, wow. yo, that shit is crazy. And I still don't know the full details, of course, uh, till this day. But I just know, like, we've been lied to for a very long time. Mm. You know? So, yeah, it's crazy, actually, growing up um, in a country as Holland, as small as Holland, you know. Because mm-hmm. it's such a small country, but it has yeah. so much power. Yes. Yes. You know, and yes. that, to me, it's... Like it's a riddle to me. Like it's mm. crazy, you know. Like such a small country has so much influence in the Why rest of the world. Why do you think that is? Yeah. I don't know. To be honest, I really don't know. I don't know how. Like I don't know. I don't think I've done enough research to really have an answer on that. But mm-hmm. I, I'm just baffled. Like it's crazy, you know. It's so crazy that you say that because, like, for us, we we see that, and that was the first things. Like, why is this country so powerful for a country so small in it, and. Now, like, what we feel is the continuation of this power and the people that are really um, flying the flag for the Netherlands mm. is this golden generation, like, people like yourself. And that's why we think there's so many parallels between this community and this generation now versus what the golden age was described to be. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, like, you spoke about, obviously, growing up in Amsterdam. What was, what was that like? Yeah. like what was... 
What was your vibe growing up? Obviously, you said you come from Ghanaian parents. There's a, there's a big Ghanaian community here. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Huge. Yeah. Is, you could speak to my man. Huge. Hello. Hello. Huge. Tell us, man. Like, obviously, there's going to be a lot of people listening that don't know this yeah. side of Amsterdam, innit? They only know coffee shops and the red light districts, but yeah. not many people know the realness. So tell us, bro. Like, yeah, it's it funny, like? man. Like, um, I, I remember, um, as you said, growing up, um, it, was, it was fun, but it was... Weird in a way, because I grew up in Southeast, Balmer, uh, kind of rough. Mm. And uh, it was, it was uh, uh, how do you say, an interesting experience, because uh, from a young age, I started getting into contact with different cultures. Mm. Like, yeah. uh, my neighbor left to me was Turkish, but one on the right was from Aruba. Mm. The one next to them was Philippines. Mm. Next, mm -hmm. to, next to them was Surinamese. So you can imagine, that's only my, my strip. Mm. And I live in a flat, so yeah. you can imagine how the flat looked like, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. So it was really interesting... Uh, in elementary school, being in class with uh, children from Polish descent mm. to uh, Dominican descent, so it's, it's totally, it's so so. Um, how do you say? Uh, my English is a bit yeah, like varied. Varied, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, varied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it was interesting because I learned about a lot of cultures from early. So to me, um, being with different people from different backgrounds was normal. Um, and then as I grew older. Uh, because Belma was a place... Uh, yeah, we lived in our own bubble. Like, everything was there. I, I, don't, I don't need to go out of the Belma because everything is there, you know? And when I started getting older, uh, as I uh, went to, like, high school, because I went to high school in Amstelveen, okay. that's, like, the total opposite mm. of the Belma. And that's when I started realizing uh, stuff uh, like, uh, like actual racism, like, in-your-face mm. racism and uh, just perceptions of the Belma because... Like, I remember the first question that was ha uh, asked, asked to me was, uh, like, I think it was the first or second day in class. And we did, like, a, a, a you sat in, like, yeah, in a circle yeah, yeah. and circle just time. introduce yourself, you know? <laughs> introduce yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I'm uh, Brano, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm from Amsterdam Southeast. And this, this dude just like, yo, so, whoa, have you been shot? Like, wow. what? I'm 12, so, so just just to stop you just there quickly, uh, what's the perception of Southeast to the rest of the Netherlands or just the rest of Amsterdam? Because mm -hmm. you said like once you stepped out of the Bioma and you went to Amsterdam for college, that's when you started to really like realize racism. So what what is the perception outside of your area of your area? Yeah, it's just um, very negative mm. because uh, everything that happens in the Belmer um, just gets put on a, like a magnifying glass. Mm. Um, just all the be negative stuff. Yeah, all the negative stuff. Um, because of course, it's a lot of minorities there. It, yeah. it was it was really built not for us, but yeah, we just happened to uh, land there. I think the first uh, people that were actual like uh, people living from the Belmer were Tsunamis. Mm, okay. And then not not long after came the Ghanaians and the Antillians and uh, yeah. you mm -hmm, name it. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was really negative because all of a sudden in a very white country, you had this really mixed uh, like heart. Like mm, every, mm. like a lot of mixed people or I mean, sorry, a lot of people from uh, immigrant backgrounds were living at one place. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it's like, yo, where is this coming from? Yeah, it's yeah, like, I think yeah, it was yeah. like a threat because, yeah, we, we got the sauce, we got everything, you know? <laughs> so, of course, all of a sudden, now it's, there's like a, 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 like a, how do you say, like the, the source is right there, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so everything that happened in a, in a negative uh, daylight was just, yeah, it was crazy, man. So I think... For us, it was like, yo, this is weird. This is not this. Of course, this happens, but where doesn't it happen? Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 and exactly. to people outside of uh, the, uh, the the Belmer, it was like this is twenty four seven. Yeah. So if you step somewhere and you're like, yeah, I'm from Southeast, automatically they think you're a thug, or mm -hmm. because that's how the news perceives it. You know. So wow. What's that like dealing with though? weird man but you get used to it i don't know it's that's it, the worst it's even, it's even strange for me to say it so out loud crazy, that it's, you just get used to it man it's crazy that's so nuts that it's like a, it's almost like a town in london not even like a a, a, a place because it's like saying brixton yeah but then brixton is the bimer like yeah. you know what i'm saying and it's like how could you just like once one one city be like yeah that's where your problems are like no mm. problems like it's fucked up it's mad fucked up. Like, how did that... What does that do for you, like, growing up? Like, just from a, um, a mental perspective? Because it's like, right, yeah. I'm from the southeast. It's your home, isn't yeah, it? It's my home, isn't it? It's like, what does that, what does that do to you? Yeah, it's funny that you say, man, because um, I've had, like, similar talks to, uh, to my peers and, um, and um, 
people like older older generation and it's just it's crazy i think mentally um you get like uh like a bulletproof vest mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you just get used to taking shots you know mm-hmm. and 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 it's weird it just forms you differently you know just i know like 90% of the the my generation um we have like two two sides mm-hmm. because when we go out somewhere let's say outside of the belmont mm-hmm. i remember back in the days we never used to say southeast you just say coastal or just because really? if you say southeast the perception of you just changes changes instantly but then yeah. but, but then what happens if if somebody would be like oh but whereabouts then you have to yeah. at least in my case i never used Lied. to yeah. lie but i never would, especially if i was not in the area i yeah. would just say amsterdam wow. just to say that's crazy yeah man and i would not say belmer yeah, yeah, southeast yeah. but even yeah. if you say southeast because it's the same so like would you rather say something like a cryonist or not i want to even go there really yeah man just southeast because yeah. they don't even know the rest okay yeah, 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 yeah. so so there's this um there's this thing that people use to describe that it's like code switching yeah, yeah. and i think that as black black kids black people black the black community or ethnic communities we often have to code switch to make sure that we are accepted within the spaces that we're in and it's actually quite crazy because we do it without even realizing yeah. that we do it do you know what i mean crazy. because like for instance you're saying that you've got two sides there's probably maybe more than that you know yeah, because yeah, if you think about it it's like you've got right now you're with your boys then you might be with your family then you're with outside just the street in the ends then you're going to the city then you're in front of different people like you mm. we constantly code switch yeah, and we're yeah, constantly yeah. we're constantly dimming ourselves well I, I, not anymore but yeah. i feel like our community constantly dim themselves in the face of other people because we just want to make sure that other people feel comfortable around mm. us yeah but you yeah. we should be made to feel comfortable right yeah. like i mean i think we will have this we have this thing that we know about and it's like for us man everyone in here is black everyone knows about this concept of like the, the, the like white people phone voice isn't it mm-hmm. <laughs> hello quite speaking here you understand <laughs> it? but if you're I'd a white like person order some chinese <laughs> <laughs> hello there. If, if you're a white person and it's not a shot this that's just you, that might be like it's it, that's your voice per yeah, se you understand yeah, it yeah. like you, you don't need to code switch because because the way you talk is accepted you yeah, understand right. like i mean we, it's about amsterdam but there's the, there's a whole thing in america about aave as african american vernacular english right Jeez, go which, on, is, which is a language right <laughs> but a lot of kids are told to like not speak or, or like they're told oh like you you should like you 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 should you should speak a real language you should speak properly yeah but to 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 our people in america that that, that's that the language and the dialect you yeah, understand exactly. isn't it because yeah. you you, you and, and even and like i've 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 i have really negative stories that my my parents and i think this happens a lot but my parents were well, my parents um and i wish they chose differently my parents when they were young or when when we were young they told us they basically didn't speak a lot of like tree to us which is the which is the native like uh, what do you call it native like akan language right because they were told by the midwives if if they if 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 they speak tree to us then we will be confused as kids and as Ghanaian parents wow. all, 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 all they wanted was education so like they were like okay you should really speak english to the kids so my parents were like okay we'll speak mostly english so that meant growing up i didn't hear as much like tree as i would have liked to and now i'm a big bad age of 31 and my tree is you understand mm. and i think that's that's that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's fucked up if you yeah, think about it you understand up, yeah, yeah. because like wait so and also it's silly because they should know as a midwife but babies can swim they can speak three or four languages at once yeah. or learn yeah, you understand yeah. it and i think that's part of the like i wouldn't say like um indoctrination yeah, but it's the mind tricks you understand yeah. Yeah. Like, did you did you did you come across anything like that coming up or where where you felt like your heritage was was held back against you coming from ghana or um, or did you get any like ignorant questions sorry let me ask yeah man, all the time but um i'm happy that i grew up in the belmont because mm-hmm. it was um it was normal to be not from yeah. holland you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um it wasn't strange for us to be like with friends and just talk tree speak tree yeah, or yeah, yeah, speak yeah. your native yeah. tongue because th- yeah that's where we're from and i was happy that my parents always spoke tree to me yeah, so i'm, still, I'm pretty fluent in, in tree why idea um, why idea <laughs> thank you madasi <laughs> but but yeah it, it's 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 funny that you say because um talking about the aave mm. what you saying is 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 same here like because we are gram- grammatic if it's, if it's mm-hmm. our, yeah. our grammar yeah, yeah. is is different from like the dutch grammar yeah. but yeah. because we have to 
also learned like basically multiple languages mm. we just made it easier and just use like i just i'm just making something of like caribbean grammar but just mm. speaking in in yeah. dutch yeah, so yeah. it sounds really odd to someone who speaks like the yeah. normal dutch yeah, it sounds yeah, really yeah. odd like yeah. yo that sentence doesn't make sense and to us like yeah but we understand each other yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, there's like certain like, words right like vaca mm. boys or son yeah but that, that's like that's <laughs> like <laughs> actual <laughs> word that's like streets that's slang but it's yeah. actual mm. uh, surinamese words exactly you know? that's, mm. that's yeah. how we that's how we came together really exactly yeah, you yeah, think yeah. about like going back to this idea of gold and taking that gold from where it came from when you t when you look at like slavery we had to speak patois these are these are yeah. these are tribes from all over africa that are coming to coming to places together in america and they had to figure out a way to speak and that's what we've been doing we've always sure. found a way to communicate with each other mm. like that's facts and i will mm. always continue to do that mm. um sorry, sorry. Okay. you know i don't i want, just wanted to switch it up as it's a nice summer day well it's not a summer day but the sun is shining and i just want to switch <laughs> up the flow a little bit and just talk so if the baum is kind of like your personal like kingdom mm. what were some of the things who were the royalty to you growing up mm. and what were some of the places that kind of brought you joy or what were the gold in your area what were the kind of the precious things to you in that area mm. who were, did you regard as royalty in your area like what were some of the positives that you want to speak yeah about? it's a yeah. really 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 good question and um i really love that question because um i used to think I used to think small because uh, everything was in that bubble. Mm. So all the the people I looked up to was like really two blocks away mm. because Speak on the news, on it, you know, because on the news and stuff. Even if the person was doing good, yo, you don't look like me, bro. I don't yeah, even, yeah. I can't even relate on that yeah. level. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. also in, in school, like people used to come and like motivational talks and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yo, my nigga, you're white. You know, yes. I'm sorry to <laughs> curse, but <laughs> I, I, I can't relate. You know, you I can't relate what you're talking about. You know, so I used bro. to look up to. Uh, when you were saying that, I used to, one guy in particular, he was like, uh, 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 yeah, just like a hood guy in it, like mm -hmm. a dealer, whatever. But he was like in a group, in a gang, whatever. Mm -hmm. And we were playing uh, soccer mm -hmm. one time outside. And he wanted to play, mm -hmm. but he had on like fresh, fresh Air Force Ones, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was like... Which, by the way, sorry to cut uh -huh. you. Anytime you see Burano, bruv, yes. rain, yeah. snow, or shine, yeah. Air Force Ones are never creased, never. not a stain never. on them. Fresh out the book. Never. Yes. Sorry to cut you. I just yeah, man, that's, yo, shout out, Jeff. That's, that's the Belmont in me. That's how I learned, yo. If you have the Air Force Ones on, it has to be Fresh spotless, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's where it actually birthed like the guy you wanted to play but he had on like fresh air force ones yeah so he was like yo yo g what's your size and like some random kid he's like yeah i'm size whatever so like, it's the same size okay he's like okay take these give me your shoes mm. and we we're playing and we we stopped playing we finished and the guy was like yo your shoes he's like no i'm gonna keep it mm. and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> like yo bro you know what the fuck is on your feet he's like yeah man it's just shoes whatever take it mm. and that instantly i was like yeah man this this is the guy's I want to look up to you know because wow. to me it's like yo he just gave this kid he just gave this kids like fresh air phones but for, for him it's nothing but for that kid who doesn't have everything, everything it's yeah, everything yeah, you know yeah, yeah, so yeah, to yeah. me it's like that's where my my love for the Belmer it already was but mm. it just skyrocketed yeah, because yeah. I only see stuff like that there you know mm. that's yeah. crazy that's a, that's like an amazing story and then I think like even the air forces when you when we look at kind of like what we're talk royalty was is like the whole big flowing yeah, gown yeah, yeah. but like if i deep it what you're saying is like, like Those are fresh pieces bro. yeah fresh air forces is a part of the culture and it's exactly. you know if they're really spotless that's a form of like royalty and i'm just curious to go under this path and then see like, what are some other instances in the bama that you're like you know cool this is kind of like um the culture of royalty that you were seeing around you because that's one example but i'm sure if you dig deep there's probably other things that you can think of mm. that were like kind of precious to you or just kind of the things that you were looking up to and say like yeah this is kind of what i'm aiming for um i think a big part of 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 the love that i have for the belma comes from inspiration mm. like um that story for me was yeah. just inspiring because yeah. i i don't know what it did to the kid but when i looked into his eyes i saw yeah. like it moved him because yeah. it moved all of us we were young you know yeah to us like air force once now it's okay we can just get it but at that but, time yeah. it's like yo this is insane and this guy just giving it to me um so i <laughs> I, I think another story is um of course uh, stuff happens and you see like people beef and whatever mm -hmm. whatever i think one uh story that comes to mind is uh also uh the same gang i was talking about uh they were having a little like discussion uh, amongst the, each other right mm -hmm. yeah. and then all of a sudden like um i think like police came or something but to me it was like okay 
probably everyone is gonna run. Everyone is gonna be like for themselves. Mm -hmm. And like it literally looked like an army just started to form. And it, like two minutes ago they were like beefing, you know. Mm. And they just started forming. Like, nah, man, we, you know, this is our block. You're not gonna come mm. and bully us on this mm. block. And, and to, to me, it's like, yo, like, unity. It's like you know, like brotherhood. Like I can beef with you. Uh, this moment, but when someone try to come and step into our home, it's all of the beeps out of the window. Yeah. We're gonna form one front, you know, and like yeah, there are multiple stories, but those specific things just engraved in my mind, mind you know. So, yeah. as you're saying, I just got the images, you know, like when your kingdom comes under attack, you know, yeah, and it's just kind of like, okay, cool, the people and are like the front line there, and it actually just got me thinking, just like kind of when you hear the word gang, it's always negative mm. or it's always thing. So, um Mm, not, not, no, I'm trying to, not I'm trying to glorify that because we know there's a lot of things bad there. But like, from the word gang, it's gone on to mean like technically people would say us five in a room. This is a gang. Yeah. It's just been like project negativity on a group of black people is what's mm -hmm. come to mean. Whereas I think originally a gang was like people coming together, collective to people, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. To, to do certain activities. Yeah. But like now it's just become a blanket term. Whereas if you have someone walking now and say like, oh. Yeah, these these gang of black guys, like without knowing anything. But like for you, what was your experience on like kind of like gang culture, both the negative and the positive? Because I found that story so fascinating that like just kind of banded together to do something good. Yeah, um, yeah. I was never I was never in a gang. Yeah. But I I I, I was just generally the guy. Still, I'm cool with everyone. Yeah. yeah. Like I can, can be cool with the like the the computer guy. Yeah. Also be super cool with the shout the, I see. The, you know the, the drug dealer <laughs> or whatever. Talk and, about that quickly, W. Like yeah? how how do you come I'm about to be that person who doesn't get involved but is cool with everyone because I think that's a yeah. skill in itself to be Very able to move about in those um, yeah. different, different circles. circles man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've never thought about it, man, but I think I'm, at least to, to me, I'm always just myself. Yeah. I never pretend to be something mm -hmm. I'm not because mm -hmm. I think you can you can see through that easily, mm -hmm. especially where I'm from. Yo, if you be trying to be something you're not, you're going to get exposed quickly. Mm. So I just tend to be myself, and I think just people just, I think, gravitate to it, to that. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, yeah. I've always been like, yo, if you don't like me, yeah, whatever, cool. but I'm always respectful. Maybe that's because I've, I've been taught from home, like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter if it's the cleaning lady yep. or the CEO of the building. Same respect, Facts, you know, because... You treat the cleaner, you treat the You know, at the, same, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, the, at the end of the day, he, he or she shits... He or she bleeds yeah. when you, when yeah. something happens. So and that's Facts. the same as uh, for you for everyone. So for, you're human first. Yeah. You know. So um, yeah. Uh, I, I I just lost my train of thought. But sorry, what are you sorry, saying? Sorry, sorry. Because I, I I jumped in yeah. there. You were talking yeah. about like the positive and negative effects of yeah. being like even. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, I think the 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 positive thing is uh, as you were saying that is there's a, like a negative aura around the word gang, and. I think not even just in Belgium, but I think globally, yeah. um, like people just uh, flipped it. Like, nah, man, yo, this he's gang, he's gang, yeah. like, he's one of us yeah, because yeah. Mm -hmm. so much negativity, and and you can complain about it or do something about it. Mm. And I think people just rose up and like, yo, fuck it, we're just gonna flip the script. And mm. yeah, if it's gang, yeah, it's gang, because mm. he's, he's part of us. He's, yeah. you know, he's yeah. he or she yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's us, and that's mm. gang. So what you think about it, yeah, whatever, you mm. know. And and I think that's a. Uh, yeah, for me at least, um, that's why I say gang because I don't see it as negative. No, it's not. You know? I don't see it as negative. It's, yeah. it's a brotherhood. And now it's funny because now it's like, oh, what's, what's Brano saying? That's gang gang. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. even more gang. Yeah, this is yeah. That, yeah. He's really, he's really gang. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Even now that everyone's doing like shares and stuff, someone will make a little bit of profit. Like, yeah, gang business. Like stocks. You started that. Yeah, missed. Gang business. Gang business. <laughs> Now, I wanted to touch on something because obviously, like, we spoke we spoke a little bit about how it was growing up in, in BIMS, but like, how did you land to where you got to now, yeah, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, and how, for, yeah. for people that are listening, like, how do you, how would you define yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. who you are and what you do? Because you're multifaceted, innit? How would you define that? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's an interesting question. Um, so, the, to the show. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one was, uh, how did I get where I'm, where I'm at now? Or? Maybe you should flip it. Like, how would you define what you do now, who you are, and then, like, how you, how you got here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a interesting journey. Um, I don't know. I just tend to... Like, I don't think a lot about stuff. Like, I think a lot, but I don't think a lot. Because in my mind, if I think too much about stuff, I overcomplicate it. Mm. So most of the stuff I do just happened to fall on my lap. I'm like, okay, let's go. And it just worked out. Um, not to say that it was an easy uh, yeah. thing, but I just think uh, just the perseverance and just uh, believing in something, you know? I just believe in I can always be the f- best version of myself uh, at any uh, given point in time. So every time I just try to better myself, and I think just that just uh, translates in uh, where I'm at uh, in music or whatever I do. I just, yeah, try to improve, and it, it just works out uh, because I really believe in myself mm-hmm. uh, that I can do whatever I want to do um, if I just put my mind to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just how I started moving and just seeing op- opportunities and just grabbing them by the balls. No homo. <laughs> <laughs> for, 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 um, for the for everyone that's listening, like, could you just like explain to them what it is that you do? So like, I think that's what you were getting on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, um, just for them to, to actually define what I do. Yeah. Um, so I make music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to uh, just put my community in because I was saying earlier, like, the community has been so. For so long, being in a like a negative uh, daylight, yeah. I just try to flip flip that script uh, uh, in my own way because I cannot change the world, but I can change my world. Mm-hmm. You know, That's so so sick. yeah. So I just try to, to do to do better um, for myself. And if I just I just believe in if I radiate some some kind of energy, I'm gonna attract that. Mm. And uh, and lo and behold, it really really happens. So if if my neighbor sees me doing good, he might think twice. Uh, doing something negative. I cannot tell mm. someone to do uh, what he doesn't want, he or she doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. But if I give uh, maybe the right example, I might inspire one person to do that. But that one person can inspire ten, and those ten can inspire hundred. So, example, yeah. man, it's a dope thing. It's a yeah. dope thing. So, yeah. No, I just wanted to touch, like speaking about that. There mm. was a very recent example in it. Mm. I know Kwame spoke about it, like seeing you on on the news and stuff. Yeah. Like, Basically, in the Netherlands, there's a curfew and a bunch of people were talking about, like, rioting or um, protesting against it. And you kind of advised people from the ends not to do that, right? Like, talk a little bit about why you felt the the need to do that and, yeah, the impact that your message had. Um, yeah, it's actually uh, a fun... Yeah, not a funny story, but it was... Uh, I was just sitting at home and I was... Uh, like, I think that whole week was a bit, like... The, the vibe was a bit eerie. Mm. Uh, not necessarily in the Belmont, but just like mm. on social media and because a lot of stuff was going on mm. in Holland. And I think uh, like four days prior, somewhere in the south uh, of Holland, they, they, they were riding against like the, the curfew and stuff mm. and they were like fucking up like... Uh, going hard. Yeah, really, yeah. really, you know, mm. uh, like busting down windows and, and stuff. And all of a sudden, uh, like this, uh, yeah flyer, online flyer uh, surfaced and was like, yeah, uh, Belmer, let's stand up and, and uh, stand up and write against these people. But the message was so weird because it was like, we don't, we don't even talk like Who this. Who did this come from? Yeah, like, yeah, we don't yeah, even yeah. talk like this. And, but I realized, like, um, because due, due to circumstances, a lot of people are inside, frustrated and stuff. So you might need one kid or, or one person who's like, yeah, fuck it, we're just going to go outside mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everyone's going to follow. But what we really have to uh, realize, especially coming from Belmont, like we're already in a negative spotlight mm. 24-7. And if we engage in some, something like this, it's going to be bigger yeah. than the, the, the thing that happened yeah. uh, way earlier in a different part of the, the country because we're already 3-0 three, three, three uh, yeah, down, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if, if we engaged in the activities, yo, yeah. it would have been crazy yeah, yeah, because yeah, it, yeah. to me it just they just try and look for stuff to just shove into our shoes mm, like yeah, yeah the Belmont again you see it's this 
minorities and also because elections are coming up mm. it was it would have been a really bad look if something really happened you know mm. so to me it was like no nah, man yo guys before we think about doing shit yeah. think twice because we're already down three or four points and if we do this we're just gonna give them more ammo yeah. To, yeah. To, to fire so I was like I just spoke from the heart and I never ex expected it to, to just, just blow up because mm. I was just speaking because I, I thought I have a small community a small voice in the community so I just let me just do my part I, I cannot necessarily go out and stand and protest but I can yeah. I can do this because yeah, yeah, yeah. there are mo more ways to roam you know so I was mm -hmm. like yeah and then the, the, it just yeah it just went and you actually it. ended up on the news right like on yeah on, on like a, 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 a yeah how do you call how do you call it like it's a it's a channel that a lot of uh, youth uh, mm -hmm. in in Holland uh, watch and yeah. listen to phonics phonics radio. Yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah. a radio station. Yeah, 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 yeah but they also do like videos, and, yeah. visuals, and yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, man. I was gonna touch on something because um, the one thing that's very apparent, yeah, is mm -hmm. like so you've spoken about knowing that there's a perception of you in it just mm -hmm. because of where you come from, where you live. Um, but you also said something that fascinated me around um, seeing people that you can relate to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right and like you spoke about white people coming into school and like I can't relate. Like, what do you think the responsibility of the generation people like yourself now is in order to inspire kids to do whatever they want to do in it? Because I feel like a lot of times people are sort of pigeonholed into certain careers, certain choices, mm. and into certain narratives mm -hmm. and just play into those because that's all they're that's all they're told and that's all they know in it. Yeah. But you're someone who's obviously broken the mold and gone against that and just always done your thing. Mm. So I just want to know a little bit, like, what is your your guiding words on how do people sort of break that mold and just do their thing? Believe in something. That's, I think, first and foremost, without faith, yeah, it's basically uh, not really uh, going to feel your, I think, your drive, you know. Um, yeah, I think, as you were saying, it's interesting to hear that... Um, because it's really like that. If you're from Southeast, what we have been, at least in my, when I was growing up, um, what was told is, or what was shown is either you'd be a, a footballer or mm. something in sports mm. or something in uh, music, yeah, yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Like if you want to be a scientist, there's no information on mm. that. If you want to mm. build uh, kitchen closets, I'm just saying shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing, you know, just, yeah, yeah. You, the only thing uh, that we saw around us, people making it was either football mm. yeah. or music, yeah, nothing yeah. else. You know, because I also think um, the people that then uh, made it into something else never really spoke about it. Yeah. Because I think I don't I don't even know where it came from. But I think maybe it was because there was no platform or no mm. opportunity even to mm. talk about it. Because we didn't we didn't see that. We only saw football or music. Other than that, it's like yeah, okay, you're a scientist, but I don't see. Uh, I don't see you on TV. I don't see. I don't you. see you driving yeah, a Lambo in Dubai. You know? I don't see you coming back. I see you on the metro, though. I see you on the metro with yeah. some, you know, some bootcuts on, bro. <laughs> yeah. you know? But that's how. That's how it was like. The mindset. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think. Um, I think to 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 get back to your question and how to yeah break the mold, is just. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, it's a good question. I might, might have to think about it. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's a good question. Mm. Might have to think. I'll get back to that. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. No, because I think we have it coming from like London as well, right? Yeah. Like, um, like I realized quickly when I was like 13, 14, I can play ball, but I don't think I can make the Premiership. You understand? And I, when I was younger, I had this world or this idea that I think I said it before in one of the episodes that, like, in, in my, in my, in my child like mine there was two worlds mm. there was the real life and there was the tv world i was like there's no way i can get there's no way i can get to the tv world like yeah, I, yeah, I see yeah, alan yeah, shearer yeah, yeah. I, I can't really get to him you understand mm. it because like to me there was so much like distance and I, 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 I think now what i see you you and a lot of others doing is just letting people know hey you can do whatever you want and do wavy stuff and also whatever you do you can still be yourself mm. do you understand like if you become a pilot or a scientist you don't have to speak like in in x's and 13th exactly, yeah. you understand you could be like no nah, really and truly what we, you understand it like exactly you can that's be, the thing. be your authentic self mm -hmm. and um yeah because i also know that you that that, that you also spoke at uh we spoke at the the like a pattern like summer school in yeah. in, in oscam right yeah. which i think happened after like uh, the the death of like what do you call it george floyd do, do you want to do you want to speak on that and how you're inspiring kids of like eight nine and ten and upwards and whatnot yeah because uh, that coming back to my story about um never seeing like representation of uh, people that look like me or stuff so i was like 
when I uh, got the chance to do that, I was like, yeah, for sure. Of course, because it, yeah. I remember me being in their shoes and just sitting in class and someone coming and talking, just speaking. Yeah, you can make it if you want. If you want to do it, just be. I'm like, yo, I hear you, but I don't look like you, so yeah, I don't even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know where you're coming from. Yo. I don't. I don't understand your struggle. I don't know even know the struggle I've been through, mm. but I can. Easy, I can relate easier to someone who looks like me that might, it could be my brother, my cousin, because he might have the same struggle that I uh, had or he mm. might have went through the same stuff that I went through. So I was like, yeah, I want to go because these kids are all from the Belmer. So, of course, this, everyone's story is different, but there, there are going to be some overlapping stuff. Mm. And if it's coming from me, someone who could be their brother or their cousin or whatever, it's, it's more, uh, their, their, their ear will be more open to it, I, mm -hmm. I think, because that's how I thought, at yeah. least. And so I was just like, yeah, let's go, and it and it turned out really good. Yeah, no, nice one. I was gonna I was gonna just do like a little bit of like a word association. So like, if we go back in the golden age, <laughs> freestyle family over here, isn't it, bro? <laughs> but like, if you go back into the museum or something, you'll see like artifacts from that generation. Mm. So like, with your generation, like what we perceive to be like the golden generation, like what artifacts? So we've already got the Air Force Ones there. So if I say like. Back in the day, it was like a horse and carriage would be like, okay, cool. That's kind of like royalty. What would that equivalent be for like, would you say your golden generation today? Instead of a horse and carriage, what would you have? Today or you mean uh, as I was growing up? Was that, today. Was today. today. I have to think about that one, man. Uh, what, be my, what, would be, what would be my horse and carriage? Yeah, yeah. Basically. What would that represent in like the community today? So rather than a horse and carriage, what would that be? That? Maybe like a Vespa fam. Maybe like a, <laughs> yeah, a fresh I, I, I was thinking. Which I was you thinking, have? Because... <laughs> I, was, I, I was thinking. I was thinking. But I wouldn't necessarily say Vespa because Vespa is like an Amsterdam thing. It's yeah. not necessarily a Belma thing. Okay. okay. But. Uh... So, so interesting that you say that. Mm. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, it's, it's an Amsterdam really thing, not a Belma thing. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a world within a world, Amsterdam. isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's really, it's, it, I'm telling you, it's so, it's layers, actual well, layers, you know, I, it's I crazy. I do have a question that yeah. just sparked, and obviously we'll get back to yeah, that. Yeah, I'll get back to that. Um, yeah. Like, what does it take to be open-minded coming from where you come from? Mm. Because you, you spoke about Belma being a bubble, but you went to school outside of Belma, mm. and you used to go out, used to travel outside. Mm. Like, what what did those things do for you? What did those experiences do for you? Because I feel like being open-minded is the first step to realizing that you can do much more than just mm -hmm. those two things we mentioned, right? So, like, what does traveling outside of that world do for you? I think it. Uh, 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 I can only speak for myself. It sparked the open-mindedness uh, mm. for me because. Um, as I was telling the story about this guy asking me, like, have you ever been shot or whatever? I just, at, at that time, I was like, what is this guy talking mm. about? But as I was growing up, I was starting to understand, like, this is his perception, his, his world. So rather than me, like, fighting him, it's his reality. So I cannot, even if I don't agree with it, I cannot argue with your reality because yeah. that's what you see. Yeah. So yeah. I think uh, subconsciously, I just started to accept, like, everyone sees the world differently. Like, mm. of course, we live in the world, but in that world, everyone has his own world. So just trying to, to listen to what you have to say or what you, how you see the world, I think that sparks and just opens your mind. And mm. yeah, just being constantly, constantly exposed to that environment and different mm -hmm. stuff, that's when the open mind is just, it just comes to you, if you're open to mm -hmm. it, at least. Because yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. if you're also stuck in your own world, you're never going to be open-minded. Yeah. True. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even what you said about growing up with the multiple nationalities around It started you. there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like you've always just had, like, one eye and ear open. Like, mm -hmm. being ingrained in your culture, but also just being curious about others. Exactly. I think that's always the launch pad of putting yourself out there, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, it's the curiosity. That's mad interesting, yeah, Curiosity, yeah. Curiosity. Um, I was going to ask as well, be like... Um, so, on, in your in your in your everyday life, yeah, and you're you're a rapper, you're a community leader, community activist. Um, what's the interactions that you have like with people from Bel Belma, and what are they asking you? Like, what are the type of things that they want to know from you? Mm. Because mm. They, they, I'm sure, like you you mentioned, people from the Belma. I mean, you were growing up as well. It's like rappers, musicians. Here's a musician within the ends that I can go and reach out to. Like, what do they want to know? Um, that's a sick question. Yeah, that's a sick question. Um, I think the 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 most things I've I've heard, uh, especially from like kids younger than me, was like, how did you get there? Mm. But then I asked them like, what is there? And then I think 
there's, I was saying there's like a bubble, right? And so seeing me, for instance, uh, performing on a, at a festival like Apple Sop yeah, or, I've seen you there before, or, or Open Air or something, <laughs> to, to them it's like it's really far away. And I'm just like, because they, to them it's, 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 how do you say, not common to see... Yeah, you know, I don't know. How to Someone that you can reach out explain. to doing. Yeah, that. I don't know how to explain and that. How do you get there? And because I don't really think about those stuff, like some questions really ca catch me off guard. Like, how did I get here? You know, mm. but what does he mean? What does he actually mean? Like, what is the, the nuance behind this question? You yeah. know, and um, that yeah, I think that's a really interesting question that I've. I don't even, I don't even know how to answer that mm. to be honest. And I, I think in that moment, I just, uh, I just say what's what's on my on, on your mind, mind on, on your my mind, on my heart. You know, mm. but. I really can't give you a direct answer to that. That's, that's yeah. fair. I think the reason why I wanted to ask it was just because, like, it's interesting to figure out, like, um, as us as well, like, and what you were talking about before, where people get out of the ends and you don't see them or they, it looks like they're not the type of people that we want to be. But in actual fact, there's a lot... All of those people, regardless if you've played football, you're a musician or you're fixing shelves... Mm -hmm. There's a journey that you've gone on to mm. and you've all got similar um, personality traits, you've got similar like, drives and ambitions and whatever. So I was just like wondering if you had, if you knew, like if there was something that came out or like a common question that comes out that you might answer. But I guess like, it's more like what advice would you then give to someone that's just hustling to be the, be themselves? Because when we spoke last, we spoke to um, our last guest, Ada, and we were asking her like why she chose a life of like, um, freelance like just why why are you a freelancer and i guess her answer was to be in control of shit like what would, advice would you give to people that are trying to follow in a path of it, it could be music it could be it could be sports but it could also just be creativity mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and, and whatever so like what would you say yeah believe in yourself because mm -hmm. that's i think that's the that's always my rule like just believe in yourself because uh, as i was growing up i'm an only child mm -hmm. like i have half brothers and half sisters but of my parents, I'm only child. So um, I had to figure a lot of shit out on my own because, oh, sorry to curse, but. Uh, no, curse away. <laughs> yeah, because, we own this platform. Yeah, so. Because you have to imagine, Facts. like, my parents are both immigrants. So when they came here, language barriers, mm. yep. you know, and, and my dad, um, being the smart man he is, he just went to school and just started learning the language so Shout he could at, le him, at least, you know, navigate in, the, mm. in this country. Sick. And indirectly it inspired me because he did a lot of stuff on his own uh you know helping out my mom and my mom doing her thing working mm. um so in their hustle they uh maybe never said it out loud but they inspired me because i could see it i could see my dad just coming home working boop, boop, going out again learning the language you know and to me it was like yeah no one is telling him to do it no one is is is, is no one is um giving him instructions no one is giving him advice and you should he's just doing it on his own mm. but he because he believed in something he believed in if he can understand understand the language he can um get a better job he can uh, su mm. support home because he believes in um the opportunity he has being here mm. you know and that just always resonated to me like he believed in, in something i have to believe in something and what i believe in is myself my own ability to learn the language that because he, he he believed in himself to um to have the confidence, like, yes, I can learn this language. Of course, I have no tutor, I have no mm. teacher, but I can learn this language, mm. you know? And my mom as well, like, uh, um, I don't even know how to say it. This woman has had so many jobs, but in everything, she always said, like, have faith, because um, maybe the road now is a bit bumpy, mm. but it's always going to be work out for you if you just believe yeah, in yeah, what yeah, you... Yeah, 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 if you believe you want to have a black TV, you're going to have a black <laughs> TV, you know, because you believe in it, but just find a way... To, to get money or to mm. buy the TV, but just believe in something. Mm. Because if you believe in something, you're going to find a way to get it. Mm. That's basically how That's basically how I just... Yeah, the mantra, basically. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think that's the thing that's difficult, right? Because as we... We've, we've basically come to the conclusion because if you can't see something outside of what you're typically shown, mm. how can you believe that it's possible... Right, unless you have a tremendous amount of self-belief, and yeah. I feel like that's kind of the answer there. It's like, yeah, okay, there's no people that look like me in this field or in this industry, but to your point about being yourself, it's what I really want to do. I believe in myself, so I'm going to go and do it, and then I can set the path of other people like myself from this community to do that as well. Mm. And I think that's just a sick thing to have, but also, honestly speaking, like 
I was part of this trap. A lot of people in our community don't have the confidence to venture out and do other stuff. No. Or to chase other stuff, only apart from what's told to us. So I really, like, that really resonates with me, basically. And I think it's just a sick way to approach things and look at. But I also, be- I also think that belief needs to be sort of, like, instilled from people like us as well, you know? Yeah, thanks. So that was a long way of saying I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just bear with me, guys. My English, I have to think yeah, yeah. about, no, about no, my words, man. No, no think it was crazy, bro. Yeah, go, go. We go. spoke about it. It's, it's not true. Week, it's not yeah, true, it's not bro. True. Your English is and crazy, bro. bro. Use the word like it's so nuance. good. <laughs> and you all talking about believing yourself. Manir, hello from yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Like you, bro. Come on, Quan. Bro, you have got this. Honestly, some of the language you use, I'm like, yeah, in... In ten years, I'll never do that the, the the equivalent word in Dutch, innit? Bro, your, your English is stupendous, yeah, bro. Yeah, and real. I write. I appreciate it, man. No, I just honestly. have to think about so much. I'm like, okay, no, how do you say this in English? Thank you guys. Do you guys have any more questions? Like? Do you want to chat and talking? No? Huh? Why is your leg dangling? Yeah, 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 when the yeah, leg yeah, dangles, yeah. Stephen's ready to load, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In the essence, or how would you define, like, how would you define like creativity? Mm. Wow, um, I think expressing yourself in what way um, feels right for you. Like, if you want to express your 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 creativity in spoken word, for instance, mm. or boxing. Because mm. I have a I have a, a friend who is a kickboxer, and I, uh, he he used to give me some lessons, and I asked him like, yo. Where do you get like the inspiration or to fight? And he was like, um, Dragon Ball Z. I was like, ah, funny. Sick. But, but then on. he said, like, um, okay, then I asked him, like, okay, that's interesting. It's obvious because they fight and whatever. But what is like the backstory? And he's like, you know, um, I watched like, uh, before I asked him, I watched like a, a, a fight of his, like highlights. And he did like a move, like, it looked like he kind of like shifted uh, to the left, like, he, he just did a step to the left. But it it looked like he really dodged like the, the the punch that was coming, like he could see it coming basically. And I was like, yo, that move is sick, but not everyone has the ability to move that quick. You know, sometimes you just uh, uh, get the blow and just uh, uh, take it, take it and just throw uh, throw your own blow. And he was like, yeah, that that move was inspired by Dragon Ball because they're fighting. But he was like, also the like in Dragon Ball, you guys remember like uh, when they were fighting, they used to like. Transport, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like all of a sudden the guy's behind you. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. that's where he got the idea to move like that. Yeah. I was like, yo, that's a that's crazy, crazy way of yeah. thinking. Yeah. You know, I was like, yo, that's ridiculous yeah. because you really it looked like he just out of nowhere he just uh, was on the side of the guy and just yeah. punched him. Like, where did like how do you even think? He's like, yeah, yeah I just watched Dragon Ball. It's like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. yo, that's crazy because I would have never thought of that. Mm. Because I'm not a fighter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. is a fighter, so he uses creative mind yeah. to uh, apply that in his sport. You know, yeah. so to me, it's like that's great. So just whatever you feel and what you do, just mm. you know, just bring it to get life. It out, man, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But, but you are a creative, so where, where do you yeah. go for like where do you find inspiration? Everywhere, man. Mm. Everywhere, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, literally everywhere. Like uh, I remember, like uh, not anymore. I'm a bit uh, <laughs> ashamed of it, but I used to. I could write whole songs just based off on a sound or a word I used to hear. Like, uh, like, uh, I remember just my mom just used to say like crazy stuff. Like, my mom is she's crazy. Like, her nickname was Glory Thing. I don't know why. It's Glory Thing because she's like her energy is really bubbly, you know? And uh, she just used to say crazy words. I don't even know. Like, I think she just makes them up. And, and I always like had to think like what does it mean mm-hmm. you know so every time someone just said something and i didn't know the word i would just make up my own uh, version of it version of it and just think okay <laughs> and then i just write a song and then boom i don't know i don't even know where it comes from and yeah uh, but i don't have so the ability i have no idea why you're ashamed of that i'll be so proud <laughs> Trust of that me, so yeah, i'm weird, just like man. what make up that's don't so know this weird. word gonna make up a meaning for it and then a song related to it what but even last mean? time when we was doing the shoot i remember you was talking about a chef yeah, YouTube, I remember this. And you yeah. used that as part of one yeah. of your intros. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like oh, shit like that. It's the most random crazy. clip as well. Yeah, because yeah, it was uh, Ras Kitchen. Shout out. I was, it, yeah. I was watching it. So it's basically an uh, older Jamaican guy. Yeah. Uh, and this com- Canadian Canadian dude uh, visits him uh, yeah. like every year. I think he just 
he's their friends now, obviously. And the guy's ways of way of living was so in interesting to him. Mm -hmm. He decided to to vlog, you know. And so I just watch. It's funny, you know. It's funny. And he, but he's also like a a, a vegan, a, a vegan chef. So it's it's interesting and and funny at the same time. Yeah. So I was just watching it, and he was like. Uh, because he's Jamaican, obviously, so he speaks in a lot of proverbs, right? And so he said, like, uh, uh, he said something like, yeah, man, uh, you need fire and water. Fire by its own. Uh, what, I forgot. I'm going to... Can I play? Yeah, of course, bro. Of course. what he said. But what he said was so, so interesting. Uh, I have it right here. But it's mad that you're taking inspiration for something totally disconnected yeah, from yeah, yeah. music, yeah, so to yeah, speak. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, here we go. Because he said... Uh, From everywhere, basically. Yeah, like random Sick. stuff. I don't even. Oh, sorry. Random, random places. I don't even think about where I. Yeah, I just, just look everywhere and just see inspiration. You know, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. This has been a very good conversation, yeah, man. man. Thank yeah. you, guys. And it's something that we've been like, because when we was when we was chatting the other day, and I said, "Yo, like, Barano's in for Saturday." Mm. We were just like, "Sick," because make it happen. Yeah, because obviously, like, we've all been to to Bilma, like individually. I don't think we've gone collectively yet. And it's just such an interesting place, bruv. And the people yeah. that come out of it always have a really good point of view. Mm. And um, for us, like, we, you have a sick story and we just were so um, gassed to, to dive into it a bit more. But also just hear, like, a bit more about you, innit? Yeah. Like, Appreciate what makes it, yeah, you who you are you. and, like, how you've got to where you've got to so far. Mm. And I think it's a very inspirational story. I think when people listen to this and, you know, when the, the film comes out, they'll get a better understanding of you but also like your community and where yeah, you're definitely. from yeah. and I think that's what's so important because as we said at the beginning man like for Londoners when we came to Amsterdam all we the perception we have is red light districts and coffee shops yeah. but yeah. it's so much more it's so much more nuanced like you said and you said layered Kwame and um, yeah bro we're just very thankful for you coming thank in you, thank you. big up to you and I think yes. I have an answer for your question I was, oh, I was thinking shit. about it the whole time oh, uh, about the, 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 the horse and chariot right yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, for a lot of people in Southeast, can you um, rephrase? Oh, rephrase yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's basically just trying to draw some uh, Paris, just find out like what does your generation's palace and kingdom look like? So like, okay, back then they had the horse and chariot. Well, what would that be? That vehicle mode of transport that you say like, yeah, this is this is us. <laughs> um, it 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 changes. Mm -hmm. it, it has changed over the years. So. Yeah. Uh, at a point in time, it was a. Uh, I don't know. You you guys in London have a. How do you call this uh, car company? Uh, you have Opel, right? Yeah, yeah. Vauxhall. Yeah. Yeah. Vauxhall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here, uh, I think in 2010, around 2010, out southeast, it was Astra. Astra. Same in London, bro. Same, same in London. And then after that Freedom. came the Sirocco, Volkswagen, yeah, Volkswagen yeah, yeah, Sirocco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the, that was the the, 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 the fraudster, the four one nine. That was that shit. Because you know, it's really funny, bro. Yeah, man. We used to play for FC Amsterdam. Yeah, all of us. You know, in uh, Strandvliet. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. used to be called Amsterdam, and that's where I played. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amsterdam, yeah. Bare players from our team had the Sirocco. Sirocco, because it was a status symbol. Like it was, if you had the Sirocco, yeah, or or that guy. Before that was the 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 goal five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, goal yeah. five, and then came the Sirocco was like that was yeah, top yeah. Pinnacle, of the, yeah, top level. And the goal five was like, ah, right, you, you can you can sit with us, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, yeah. And then if you had to pick, like, okay, cool. Back then they had the palace. For you, like, where where is that? Where is that palace? Where, you know, what represents the palace to you? Uh, community centers, mm. community centers. Like the whole thing is there are no. Yeah, okay. There are like there's like one now, but we used to have a lot. Like every Hood basically had one. Mm. Um, so for me, uh, it was the one uh, at Hofgeest, people who know, know. 
Um, but all of a sudden, I think it, it looked like in one year all of them just yeah. vanished. Yeah. Mm, uh, wow. But I would say community centers, okay. yeah, then, because that that was the place that held the the the, the, the glue, the glue, and also the the bad kids. Yeah. Off the streets, you know, yeah, it's incredible. Because you could do stuff there. You could have, you had like drum clinics, and just stuff that was interesting for us, you know. Sick. Or even if you didn't have anything, you can go play PlayStation there, you know. So, Sick. yeah, community like centers. The very, very last one would be yeah. like the crown or the crown jewels. Like, what would be the crown jewels for your generation? Like, what's the most important thing or the most valuable thing in the community, in your opinion? Mm. Oh, it's a good question. Hmm. The most valuable thing. Yeah, it could it could be art form, it could be music, it could be creativity, it could be a mentality, or it could be like an item that you guys feel like mm -hmm. once you have that, that mm -hmm. represents like you made it. Or what is that most valuable thing within the community that you feel? I think actually making it mm -hmm. uh, with the thing you like, uh, the 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 thing you love. Let's say okay. if you if talent. you're a musician yeah. mm -hmm. and you like to play the bass guitar. And you make it, people are like, yeah, man, I always used to see him with his bass guitar, but he, now he made it. Shout out Shout to that guy. To you okay. know, that's the thing. But it doesn't matter what it is. If you're a scientist, whatever you want to do. Shout out to the scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but the scientist. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying it. The metro, <laughs> 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 we see you too, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, for real. Because, yeah, because I spoke to kids. This kid was talking about he wants to build his own Silicon Valley. And yes. to me, it's like, yo, that's, that's insane. You even have that yes. thought, though. You know, yeah, it's insane. But I never used to hear that. So to me, it's like, yo. It's crazy. So making it with the thing you love, yeah. that everyone so, can, even if I don't like you, I'm going to respect That's it. That's beautiful. Yeah. The, the ambition and passion is the crown, basically. Yeah, man, for real. Bless. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. You've been listening to the Out of Home podcast. Um, this has been crazy. I don't even want to do the outro. This is dope, man. Later, bro. Just drop the mic, yeah, bro. Thank you, Barano. Yeah, thank you, Barano. Thank you for your time, bro. Thank you for thank having, you for having me. Like, coming through and just dropping some gems. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting sentimental in it. You'll understand after. But, um, yeah, man, it's been sick listening to you talk today, bro. So, thank you so much. Thank yeah, you, guys, for listening to my uh, broken English. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Out of Home Podcast. You listen with your boys, Kieran, Yaf, Stephen, and the one and only Barano from the South Side. You're done, though. Kwame's also here. Shouts out to Kwame. Oh, sure. Cheers! <laughs> 